0: Jacques, welcome to the Sports Editor. It's lovely to have you with us today.
1: No, thanks, Ryan. Thanks for having me.
0: (laughs) So Jacques, could you want to talk a bit about your your career with Namibia? Uh, You played for just over 10 years. In terms of young guys wanting to start up and and eventually play for the country, how important is it for them to stay focused on that goal and, and to simply work hard?
1: Yeah, it's very important I think um, my whole career I think was based on The hard work You know, there were Obviously a lot more Talented people around And I I realized that I realized there were A lot of guys With loads of talent And and if I wanted to be um, Play international rugby Or professional rugby I need to work a lot harder So
0: um,
1: And and, and you've got to dream big You've got to dream uh, You've got to Want to play for your country You've got to Really want it And and put in the effort And um, if those two Come together then, Then you'll get there
0: um, Jacques, the 2011 Rugby World Cup was a fantastic World Cup for you, being ranked in the top five players of the tournament. Would you regard this as one of your finest moments in your career? Well at that time of
1: my career I didn't have too many injuries. I think um, um, I was still I think I was in the prime of my career after that. It started going a little bit a little bit sour all the all the injuries took its toll on me a bit. But um, you know what it is it is great to get some recognition for the work you put in. Um, it, it's not really something that I that I work towards. Um, I would have much rather preferred us being more successful in the World Cup as an Namibian rugby team than than getting an award for for my own personal uh, performances. But obviously, a great honour if somebody sees what you do and they and they give you the recognition. So um, at that time of my my career, it was it was a pretty good. I mean, I was in the form of my life, I would say, and I was really enjoying my rugby. No,
0: oh, that's great to hear. Yeah, and I'm sure Namibia are quite excited about the upcoming World Cup. Talking about that, Namibia aren't quite a tough group in this World Cup, especially when we have to, you guys have to play the likes of New Zealand and South Africa. So what would the Namibians' approach be to the World Cup? That's
1: a tough one, you know. Obviously, we, uh, we've got, I think got about 890 rugby players in Namibia. And uh, if you compare that to the rest of the world or to the rest of the World Cup nations, um, it's quite far behind what the rest are. We've got a amateur, fully amateur club system, which is not very strong. Um, we've got a couple of players uh, based abroad, playing professional rugby. And, and the rest are just local boys. Now, it course, you go do to the 85 jobs and then. A bit of rugby in the afternoon, so you mean you have to be realistic. Um, when you play the Springboks and the All Blacks in Italy, it's going to be extremely tough. Um, I, I said earlier, and I think. um if we can, if we can come away with some some victories, um, I mean, in small areas like right, play some good rugby and be extremely competitive, and just never lie down and um, take a couple of lessons from that first Italy game, um, whatever happens, take some lessons onto the next one, and, and and then from the second to the third, and hopefully we can get that first victory against Canada. Um, but realistically, you know, we're gonna we're gonna have to work extremely hard to to get some points out of those first first couple of games, especially. Against South Africa and and, and uh, the All Blacks, I would say. I mean, if you can um, if you can put your hand up and um, players can can get a little bit of belief in themselves, um, it'll be it will be a very valuable going into the last couple of games. That's all you want really. It's just the boys to come out and just have a good go and and then mean learn. You know, this World Cup will be tough, you know. If you can go out there and you can compete against these best the guys in the world, I mean, it's it's, it's very valuable going forward.
0: Yeah, no there is indeed. You spoke about mental toughness and just want to combine that with the position that you played obviously being a loose forward and currently in your mind who's got a a very good combination of that mental toughness and who's a very good loose forward? Who's standing out for you at the moment in terms of international rugby?
1: Oh, um, there's a couple of guys. I you know Peter Stead's a toy for me. Um, this work grade is exceptional, and the amount of work. If you, if you just follow him, um, just for five minutes during match, you just look at what he does. Um, that's what the youngsters should look at and what they should do. Also, guy, I mean, he just puts in uh, loads and loads of work, gets up off the ground, and, and just looks for his next his next job. And then, um, I mean, a guy like Aris um, he's, he's he's different to Peter Stead. I mean. All also works extremely hard, but he's just, he fights so hard in the tackle, um, he carries strong, he can link up to the backs, and um, I mean, he's extremely dangerous, um, very physical as well, um, I mean, a, a guy like CJ Stunner as well with eyelids, big ball carrier, uh, runs hard. Um, you know, and, and fits in perfectly with that European style rugby where it can get when it does get wet and, and uh, the ball's a bit slippery. You've got to keep it close, and you've got to gain, and um, you've got to work to get that gain line, uh, that gain line yards, or to get that go forward ball. Those guys are are extremely important you know there's so many there's so many it's actually unfair to name a couple of guys i mean the the one big thing that i do look at is the amount of work you put in on the pitch you know it's great making one big run and and two great offloads and then and then you get lost and the guys that really stand out are the guys who keep going and keep going and keep getting up and getting that next job done and 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 doing the things that a lot of people don't see um, those are the guys that um, that that I I have a lot of respect for.
0: Yeah, definitely. And just based on some of those players that you mentioned, if we fast forward a bit into the World Cup, you can almost predict that the quarter final semi-finals are going to be absolutely humbling as based on the players that are currently playing the game.
1: Yeah, it's going to be really tough. You know, um, realistically, with four or five teams, maybe one more will be have a good shot winning the World Cup and um, I think it'll come down to big moments um, in, in finals there's big moments you guys make big decisions or you'll slip up um, I, I think in 2011 was a good example um, I watched Wales we played Wales in the same group as well and they were playing so well they, they looked like they looked like the team that could beat the All Blacks the only team in my eyes uh, in the 2011 World Cup and that's it. Sam Warburton and um, Red Car to just changed the whole game, you know, in the semi final against France. And and these are things that change matches, you know, that's that's when when teams are so close. Um there there's a couple of moments in a game that um that can change the whole the whole outcome and um it'll be interesting to see what those moments are and um you know it's gonna be extremely exciting. It's gonna be a really, really good World Cup. I can't, can't wait to to watch it. Yeah.
0: No, that's great. Jacques, can we touch briefly on your 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 rugby playing career with Saracens in England? Um, and it was it always was unique to see you dominating at the rucks. Uh, just tell me, how on earth did you always manage to always be the, a ball winner there? You, you really really got stuck in, and you were relentless. You you never ever gave up. What is your your secret? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It's not. I don't think there's any secrets about it. I do enjoy the physical part of the
1: game. I think that's something that um, that came quite naturally to me. I did like it when it gets gets tough and mm. and there's big hits and the boys get stuck in and the rust. That's just the way I play. Um, like I said earlier, I wasn't. Um, probably not the most skillful guy uh, with ball in hand. I mean, but I, I knew my strength and and, and I think um, I I stuck to it. You know, I, I did like to get stuck in, like I said, physically in the ruts and the breakdowns. And obviously rules have changed so much in the last couple of years already. Since I've retired, you know, um, I think I, I my my big blessing was um, I grew up or I started playing um, in an era where there were a lot of older boys, tough boys, you know, boys where um where you need to Needed to stick your hand up, you know. It's stuck in the rocks, and you you can get hurt if you if you're not up to it. So you you have, you have to be in the right mindset to get stuck in, and you have to you have to do your best. And as a young player coming through, um, that was what you needed to do. You know, if you're a back row forward and and you back off from the physical confrontation, then you get lost in the game, and and that's where really, that's where I like getting getting involved.
0: Uh, that's great. You touched there about about the rules of rugby. Just an opinion here. You know, the, the game is changing a lot, but is rugby becoming a, a softer game or is it just becoming more technical?
1: Um, yes, I don't think it'll be a softer game. You know, rugby players are getting bigger and faster and mm. stronger, so the collisions will be big, you know. Um, but the room for error is getting so much bigger. Uh, if, you make, if you make a mistake and you just slightly slip up on a tackle or you run into a clean and you... you you get uh, shoulder on neck, or head on head, or whatever the case may be, um, it's, it's just really, I mean, the for area is really small, that's what I mean, it's so tough when you um, want to be very physical, you want to get um, in the opponent's places and, and, um, dominate the game lines when, when you got to think about a million other things, you know, think about not going too high and, and, um, I mean, it, it doesn't, I don't think it gets get softer, no, I, that's the worrying thing for me is that it does, um, the rules become so strict that um, you you kind of forget about the whole um, psychological part of rugby as well. You know, there's there's um, big physical guys with speed, and everybody's got good uh, skills. I mean, there's a mental aspect to it as well. If you if you can dominate your opponent physically and and, um, and not shy away from those big impacts, and and you know, um, I mean, be a little bit of a dog. You know, you gotta you gotta make a tough to the opponent and make sure you're in that fight and that mental that mental toughness is just as just as important as actually being tough physically and strong and and um, those are all things I mean the mental part of uh, the mental game guys play now physically it's just getting less and less because there's so many rules you know and uh, um, it's tough you know because I know people want to make it safe I know um, World Rugby wants to make the game safer and more attractive for the youth and we obviously don't want to see anybody get hurt serious injuries Um, uh, but when we play this game you know the, the, the chances are there that you will get seriously injured or possibility possibly you can get injured you know and you have to know that they need it and make sure that your techniques are good work on your techniques start from a young age and then keep working on your techniques safer stronger techniques and then then still you have to go out there and, and just go hundred percent but it's um, it's getting tougher now it's getting tougher on, on players to make that decision do I go hard you know do I commit myself hundred percent and try and smash somebody or um, should I just hang back and make sure I don't go high or just hang in the system. That's the tough one. There's a lot of things to think
0: about at this moment. Jacques, if we could just touch a little bit on your your time again with with Saracens. You won premiership titles with them but throughout your time there is, I know you mentioned that you got a few injuries along the way but you were extremely consistent putting in, in all the work and things like that. What what sort of was your key factor there in terms of turning out his performances? Yeah, I was
1: extremely fortunate to be part of that group at Saras. And, you know, we won, My the time I was there, we won three premierships and we, um, we lost in two finals in the premiership and we won one uh, European Champions Cup. So those were those were really special moments and uh, um, something that I'll, I'll always remember. Um, you know, being consistent, I think, is, is a tough thing. I would think, um, it might feel uh, for the people out there watching you consistently but you do go through eyes and nose like I said too injury as well um, it's it, it Coming back from injuries and then finding your form after you've been through a uh, two-year layoff. I mean, but um, every time I played for Saracens, it's really a club that I believed in. It's a club that's been extremely they was so good to me and good to my family, and it was a real family. I you mean, know? um, I think you'll do a lot more for family than you'll do for uh, for someone else if you um, if you really believe in what what, what the club is about and um, and what what they've given me and the. Uh, the faith they put in me and the, the trust, all the all the values, you know. It's, it's. I, I just wanted to repay them. When I stepped out in the pitch, I felt like I want to I want to give back to what they've given me, and um, I, I hope it was a it was a fifty fifty, and they they would feel the same way. I'm sure they would because every time I got out, I made sure that I I left everything out there and that I. Do, when I do walk off the pitch, then there's nothing left and there's no ifs and buts. And, uh, you know, I, I love playing rugby. You know, I love playing rugby. It's something I've always done and um, I'm very passionate about the game. And, um, I mean, the club the club was it was it was the perfect place for me to be I really felt that I was there and, um, and I played with a great bunch of players great leaders so I mean everything just came together and it was actually pretty easy to to be consistent and to, to keep playing that well I think the motivation part is, is very important and I always had the motivation from the club side and from my family side and, and all the friends I've made through, through my career there
0: That is fantastic absolutely brilliant since good to always feel part of something yeah just gives you that extra motivation when you need yeah, it
1: definitely.
0: yeah definitely. Jacques, two more questions um, and I'm, we're hopping around a bit today but it's all good um, let's quickly touch on the last thing on the World Cup <laughs> and your opinion it's always a tough one to pick this but in my mind I'm, I'm thinking South Africa New Zealand final would you see yeah. it as a Southern Hemisphere final or was the Northern Hemisphere side going to just sneak in there at the end
1: tough. You know, I think um yeah, it, it could be anybody really. Mm. I can't say I can't say it'll be at all sudden Must be a final All Blacks. I have massive respect for. They always there, you know. They yeah. one of those sides. That's why I'm so excited to see them as well. I think um, people are very very excited by the fact that they haven't been firing um, in the in the um, what is it? The Champions Cup. What is it called? The
0: the championship.
1: Yeah. So they weren't as good as they were previous years but still. They they drew to South Africa there, um they won't outplay anybody, they didn't play awful rugby, they just weren't the old match of old. Um, so they will always be the team that I would look for and say they're dangerous because they won't be there or about, you know, they've got extremely talented rugby players and their rugby culture and, 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 and I think what they believe in, um, they believe in each other, they could have, I mean, a similar belief in each other and... and, and in the, in the in the in the system, in the players, um, and in the relationships, as as I would say, the south is something that we based ourselves on, or something that we found um, very important so they'll be really tough they'll be tough to beat and the Springboks now they've got extremely strong squad they've got really really world class players you know, they've got players who um, when it gets critical they'll get stuck in and they're extremely ta- um, tactical with Rossi joining them you can see um, it's all well worked out and it's all in a, in a good plan and, and they work extremely hard they scrum well you know, they haven't really got any weak, weak areas which is uh, really start they score great tries, they've got, they've got real try scorers in the back line now uh, where they might have lacked in, in previous years. They, they have they're the full package now. But then you also have to look at a team like England. You know, England's got um, game breakers. You know? they, England on their day are extremely tough to beat. So England England might go all the way. You know, they might turn the fire off. Um, Ireland are really tough to beat, Wales are really tough to beat and really has really really, uh, really for this one. That should, I think that's what makes it so special.
0: Yeah, so that's there's a lot to look forward to. This is gonna be awesome. A great world cup happened. Yeah, yeah. that's really yeah, mm. cool. Jacques, so, we just gonna end with this, but I'd, I'd like to know, um how's life in Namibia? How's the farming going?
1: Yeah, it's been tough. <laughs> it's been tough, you know. Um, it has been great being back. First first couple of years. Um, it's been I think three almost four years now, three and a half years. It's been extremely tough, you know. We came back in the middle of one of the toughest drives, if not the toughest drive the movie has ever seen. So it's it's very tough to um uh, to make a living out of farming now. But I mean it's it's I've been through tough times in my life, you know, it's um and I've managed to push through and, and, and find Found the way through these tough times you know, and I think um, it is in my character to to kind of embrace the the toughness and just kind of see if I can get through that and and then you know i'll i'll survive eventually i 'll get through it and survive but um you know, it's been extremely tough and something that's completely i think the frustrating part with the farming bit is um, being so out of control it's just something that you 've got nothing no control over it's, you can't make it rain doesn't matter what you do. And uh, you can't fix it by uh, by smashing it, or you can't fix it by uh, working harder. It's just something that that it comes or it doesn't come you now, and uh, that's I think that's so frustrating. But you know, but I'm extremely pleased. Um, my. My kids are thriving here, uh, we're extremely happy, my wife's really happy, and, and, and our family is doing really well, and we're all healthy, and uh, I mean, what, what more do you need in life? you need, uh, got your family by your side, and, and everybody's healthy, and you live in Africa, I know it's got its challenges, but what a beautiful place to be, you, you know how it is, it's, um, every time I make my fire, and I stand in front of my fire, and I have a bride, you know, I, I realize how blessed I am, you know, I'm, I'm I've got food on my table. I've got loved ones by my side. Mm-hmm. So it's been it's been challenging at times. when i it's also at the same time I've been extremely blessed to to um, to have what I have and to um, to be back here after the experience of it, the experiences I've had um, traveling across the world and and doing what I loved. You know, what I actually absolutely, absolutely had a passion for. Um, so, I mean, looking back in all of it and, and being back in Namibia, it's, um, I love Namibia. I, I don't think I'll, I'll ever live in another country than Namibia. You can never say never, but I really love love the country. And um, um, we, we're really happy here. Yeah. So, um, I mean, like I said, if you come over for a bri, I'll show you how, um, how good the meat is down here. Already, oh, that's a, that's, a,
0: that's
1: something that draws you to the country and you'll, you'll find out. We'll survive. We'll survive. We'll make plans and we'll, um, with some people, I think everybody, um, I think farmers have to go through the highs and the lows and everybody really will push through to where they have to be. So thank you very much, man. I appreciate it. We'll definitely get through this and uh, we'll be smiling at the end, definitely.
0: That's great, Jock. I, I definitely will take you up on that offer. No, but wishing yeah. you well, um, uh, it can be very tough. Drought's not a, a funny thing at all. And sending you all wishes and and trust that the the farming will pick up and then things will be restored and you guys will carry on moving from strength to strength Jacques from the sports editor thank you so much for your time all the best and enjoy the rugby
1: thank you very much man appreciate it take care cheers
0: Bye -bye. bye bye